and we're back with another Jackie and Jen mini-sode. Woo! <laughs> Jen, I feel like it's been forever since it's just been us two. It has been too long. And I actually don't know the dates. I'm bad at dates and time. It's like time does not exist. It's been months. Yeah, okay, well, maybe not months, but it feels forever. like it's been months. And ever. And ever. And we have a lot of books to catch up on. Oh, do we? Oh, we definitely We have so do. many books. A lot has happened in the book publishing world in the last 200 years. <laughs> it's been 84 <laughs> years. <laughs> Um, well, we're going to narrow it down to a very specific subgenre. This whole month, we've been talking romantic suspense. If you haven't already listened to our interview with Tessa Bailey, then make sure to definitely go and do so. She's an amazing person. She's an amazing author. We're recording this before we talk to her, so I feel really weird saying this. <laughs> I already know without a doubt it is going to be the best interview we've ever done. She did send the quickest response email yes. out of everybody we've ever interviewed. So mm, that helped a lot. Props for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about her new release, My Killer Vacation, which takes a look at murder mystery, but make it romance. Yes, please. By the time um, this minisode has rolled around, that book will already be mm-hmm. released. Go to check it out at your local library. All right. But are you looking for more romantic suspense? Don't keep me in suspense. <laughs> well, good, because we have a bunch more <laughs> recommendations for you. And bonus points, because you can find all of these in the Onondaga County Public Library System. Are you not a member of NOPL or OCPL? Then have no fear. These are still available elsewhere. And we have an exciting gift for you that helps you find books we've mentioned during this podcast. But we'll get to that in a little mm-hmm. bit. You got to wait for your gifts. Yeah, you got you to gotta wait. Suspense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, you thank you very much. I'll be here all week. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least till Friday. Um, In the meantime, Jen, what romantic suspense titles do you want to recommend to our lovely listeners? So I want to bring it back one last time to Tessa Bailey out of thanks for her interviewing with us. Thank you again. Uh, My Killer Vacation is not actually her first romantic suspense book ever. Hopefully that does not blow your mind because you should already be a fan of her. Duh. But her first book ever published was Protecting What's His mm. about a cop falling for a woman on the run after she finds $50,000 to restart her new life. Mm. It's spun off into a series called Line of Duty where the five books are about different first responders protecting the heroine from some kind of danger. The line was actually what got me started with Tessa Bailey and I never looked back. She also has a series called Crossing the Line, which, again, is very police-focused, and there's a lot of going undercover kind of plot lines or Mm. trying to clear up your disgraced reputation. So all of them are standalones, so you don't have to read them all or even in the right order, which is nice. If you want something with a little more danger, I would definitely recommend checking those out. I'm such a five-year-old. Every time somebody (sighs) says duty, I'm so sorry. (laughs) She might appreciate that, (laughs) just going by her TikToks. (laughs) All right. Well, as for me, I admittedly love anything that's set in the outdoors. Um, So a lot of the suspense and thriller plot lines that I tend to read take place as survival stories, search and rescue, or things in a similar vein. An author I want to recommend along those lines is Pamela Clare, and that's Clare like C-L-A-R-E. Um, Her Colorado High Country series is about a search and rescue team in Colorado. I know the title gives it away. Um, And it features really good steam and a wide variety of heroes and heroines that get into all sorts of hijinks. My favorite titles in the series are Falling Hard, Tempting Fate, and Holding On. Falling Hard is a second chance romance where the heroine is a single mom whose husband died suddenly in a plane crash three years prior to the story starting. The best friend, an ex-military adrenaline junkie who jumps forest fires, steps in to help out um, during like the actual plot of the story. You guys know what's going on. And tries not to let his feelings show for the heroine. 
Tempting Fate is, honestly, it's my favorite in the series, I think. It's got cults, survival, search and rescue, and a wolf sanctuary. And honestly, it's it's really perfect. Anything with cults, I'm a sucker for it. Yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> You're a culty for a cult. I am. Finally, Holding On deals with themes of PTSD and survival. The hero is left the only one surviving after a climbing incident in Nepal. Um, he comes back to Colorado, joins the search and rescue team, but he's still really struggling with his mental health. Um, and he falls into a debilitating spiral. And he's only pulled out by his friend, the heroine, who brings him a puppy and helps him work through his demons. I know puppies are not a substitute for therapy. No. But but they help. They help. (laughs) Listen, puppy snuggles and the smell of that. And I just hit my mic because I was so excited. But Mm -hmm. anyways, Jen, As you should be. So I want to tell you guys about one of my favorite authors who I feel like is really underrated and I never hear anybody talk about her. I can't understand why she's so overlooked. So I'm really worried she said or done something (laughs) stupid. So... Uh, oops at me if she <laughs> is not actually a nice person but otherwise you guys need to go check out Shannon McKinnon oh. I discovered her when I was way too young to be honest uh, I stole her books from a stack of books my mother bought home and I never gave them back to her she has never read them because I stole every copy she had so I'm also a thief <laughs> along with being a librarian oh Jen I know I'm sorry McKinnon has written a lot of books over the years but the series I'm especially obsessed with is the McLeod series. Hmm. Connor, Davey, and Sean McLeod are brothers who are all involved with security or law enforcement in some capacity. So the 11 books in the series focuses on them or their friends. The writing is really great. The spice level is like off the charts. Ooh. The spice is amazing. Okay. And I've been rereading sections of them for years, so they hold up. Oh, I love that. The book you absolutely have to grab is Edge of Midnight, where Sean McLeod needs to protect his first love, Liv- uh, Livy, from a serial arsonist who set fire to her brand new bookstore. <gasps> He had pushed her away years ago to protect her from his twin brother's killers, and it ends up being a great second chance story with danger all over the place. Ooh. Liv and Sean are really frustrating and really great at the same time, so it's one of my favorites in the entire series. And it's just, there's all these twists and turns throughout the series. It is a standalone, but very, very good. Check out McKenna, please, because I don't know why I never hear about her anymore, and she's great. Oh, I haven't heard anything either. She's so. really good. I don't know what happened. Like she's been writing since 2000. She's made the New York bestselling list, and now she's oh. writing for Harlequin. Like oh. I don't, I don't know if it's like a fall from grace if she needed some time off. I don't know, but I don't know. maybe she just wanted to write under a brand. Like maybe. we talked about with Carol Wilson. Yeah, maybe, maybe she. I don't know. Not for me to speculate over. Yeah. Shannon McKenna, if you are listening to this um, by some weird strike of fate, <laughs> give us a call or an email, ragingromantics at nopal.org. She's too cool. She lives in Italy. She met her husband. We'll come to you. <laughs> It'll be a She work met her trip. husband at like a Renaissance fair and seduced him before they even spoke the same language. <sighs> I'm pretty sure it's her husband. She's she living my dream. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's like a, a ludist. I th- is that how you pronounce it? Ludus, you play the yeah. Ludus, right? Yeah, it, it's a really cool story. I think they're married. Don't quote me on that. Um, if but. you want a book like that, check out Well Met. Anyways, mm. um, back to suspense. Uh, similar to Jen, the OG suspense series that I wanted to recommend, and I definitely also read it when I was way too young, yeah, sorry. is um, Elite Ops by Laura Lee. Um, but in particular, book one, Wild Card. This is another second chance romance. There's a lot of that. It's fun. Yeah, I love seeing these two exes come back together know, in some in, like, amazing way. In suspenseful circumstances. Yes, because that's the only way they would ever meet again is if one of them's in danger. Ooh, side note. That's a good title, Suspenseful Circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. A second chance romance where the hero was missing, presumed dead during a previous military operation in Colombia, but in reality was uh, 
You know what? No, that's spoilers. I'm not mm-hmm. going to tell you that. In the meantime, his wife back home, Bella, is grieving and, you know, because her husband is missing, presumed dead. Sad. But she meets a new guy in town who, you know what? That's also spoilers. I'm not going to say that either. Either. Suffice to say, the book is told between adorable and steamy flashbacks and present day action and it still stands up i still love laura Lee. awesome no she's good and i love that kind of second chance romance where it's the past and present and yeah i think one of them's dead and it's really not so it's literally a second chance oh, it's so good it's beautiful it's so good i love mm-hmm. that book so again i want to bring up somebody i'm a little surprised we haven't already talked about on the podcast yet Kristen Ashley is an author who has been really successful in the indie spaces and has now started mm. publishing in mainstream but she actually goes back and forth depending on the book Uh, I want to make it clear, I do really enjoy her, and I find her plots compelling, but she has this writing style I've never really seen before. I've been struggling all day trying to figure out how to describe it. It's very strange, but very good at the same Hmm. time. I don't... You've read her, I think I've read one of her MC books. Yeah, one of the motorcycle books. She's got something where it's, like, very first person, and it's, like, she describes every single sensation, and she does a lot of, like, long sentences and one words and, like... She's it's very, very like, emotive. Maybe that's what it is. It's like emojis on a page. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But like, that's in a good word way to form. describe it. She's. It's awesome. It's weird. I. <laughs> I don't know. It's. She's definitely not for everybody. I can acknowledge the criticism that she tends to write the same kind of characters over again. But there's just something about her work that I'm really drawn to. She does a ton of romantic suspense, and she's actually written over 122 wow. books. So there's something for everybody. She is probably best known for her Rock Chick series, which is a group of interconnected people in Denver, and her Chaos Motorcycle Club books. It's a big mix of security experts, police, first responders, PI, mm. and crazy situations the heroes usually have to protect the heroines from. I, again, I don't know how to describe her, especially since <laughs> I've read 40 of them, oh and I'm goodness. still like, yeah, I don't know. I got real addicted to them. I think there was, like, the Rock Chick series, I think I read, like, four in one day, because I was wow. like, oh my god, I gotta, like, keep reading these, even as I'm like, I don't know what this is. <sighs> Uh, they're great for readers who love to see the same characters revisited even after their story is over. It's, that's another thing that hooked me. I love seeing kind of what everybody's up to. And a lot of the worlds are in the same universe. So you get all of these kind of like little Inter- hints at what's going on in Denver. Or yeah, there's a okay. lot of crossover outside of her fantasy stuff. Uh, I had to find out what happened to them, especially after she introduced me. And she does have really cool backstories for her characters as much as like, again, I could kind of see there's some criticism that like the men are kind of the same after a while. No offense. I, I still like you. You're great. and But the writing style is just so good, and it's so weird at the same time. So please pick up one of her books, read them, email me back what you think so uh, I can finally formulate <laughs> my own thoughts. But really good. Like, I don't yeah. know what it is, but good. Like, I've liked every... I haven't read as many as you, mm-hmm. but I've definitely liked what I have read of her. I didn't mean to. It was kind of an accident. Like, Amazon has a lot of sales on her ebooks yeah. too, so which helps. Yeah. She's not on Kindle Unlimited, unfortunately. We do have some in, in the library system. system. I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. Interesting. Please help me, guys. I don't. I like. I. I don't need a reason to like her, but it's just like. <clears throat> yeah. Hey. I don't know, but hey. really, really good. When you find something you like, it's really nice when they have more than three books out. I mean, that is true. She writes a lot. Like, I, I respect her as a person too, because she like really dug in and wrote and like kept it yeah. going, even though, again, she is. She's got a very different style from what I've read before, and. That's why she kind of had to start with an indie space. She couldn't get published anywhere else, and she really built it up. Wow. So, okay. Good for Kristen nice. Ashley. She's really cool. Cool lady. Well, on the opposite end of the spectrum, <laughs> I want to talk about an author who does only have three books out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they aren't necessarily romance. 
but they're yeah. anyways um i finally want to recommend the siren by Catherine st john honestly i love everything this author has come out with and again like i said there's only three books that she's come out with but the first one the lion's den is set on a super yacht in the mediterranean mm-hmm. and it is like murder That's mystery fun. this one is it's like the perfect blend of suspense romance whodunit and holiday vacation mm-hmm. old hollywood glamour vibes um the books are typically shelved more in like the mystery thriller category, but The Siren has a great romantic plotline to it as well between one of the heroines and somebody on a movie set. Um, the Siren is set in an idyllic Caribbean island during a movie that is being filmed, and there's a hurricane barreling down offshore. It's told from multiple points of view, and it's an examination into a woman's long-brewed revenge plot. Um, the ending was just chef's kiss i love it she does have another one coming out on my birthday oh it's this exciting. year um i did request like a birthday an arc of it, too. so hopefully nice. i get an arc before i will out. say it's frustrating when they don't have a lot of stuff but it's very easy to catch up on a backlist yes this is true that is one of the benefits and it gives at least you something to look forward to. yeah exactly yeah that's always good so the siren by Catherine st john if you want more of like a summer thriller e romance mm. I, definitely that one that wraps up our recommendation list but before you click off we have one last gift to you we would like to shout out our listener, Lindsay, who suggested we make a running list of all of the books. Every single one. We have ever mentioned on the show. <laughs> Maybe it was not a good idea in Jen hindsight. Jen and I did not realize how many there actually were. I guess um, good for us. We're good librarians. We're yeah, giving you a lot of resources here. A lot here. of books. It, uh, it took us a while to get there, but the Raging Romantics book list is up and running, and it is accessible to you lovely listeners. The link is at the top of the show notes for this mini-sode, and we'll make sure to include mm-hmm. the link in every single episode here on out, so you can just click. It'll be updated for every episode, and it'll take you right to a Google Sheet, so you shouldn't have any issues accessing it. If you do, of course, obviously email us, and we'll try to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. We've separated out the titles we've talked about by series, individual titles, books we've like offhanded mentioned but haven't fully discussed yet as well as things we recommend like recommended reading mm-hmm. required reading for raging romantics yes. yeah we're giving you homework <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> i want to mention really quick there's like a gazillion hyperlinks on that thing so if we messed up somewhere which i'm sure we did because i know i definitely went into like one of those tunnel visions after a while control v control yeah. v just let v. us know if we need to fix anything Otherwise, the links to access the titles are broken down between the library formats, our digital library catalogs, and Amazon links. Not every format is available for all of the titles, but we have gone ahead and listed every availability we could find. Right. And in some cases, um, especially like when I was talking about retellings or whatnot, mm-hmm. when I was talking about classics, they are free to read online. Yeah. So you'll see like free online. Mm-hmm. Um, and in series, it got easiest to just use fantastic fiction which right. is a website you can use and it lists out all the series it's for you so if you click series it'll just show you mm-hmm. every single title in the series in order and goodreads is free too you know yes goodreads i mean they steal your data but like everything social media now. for books yeah. just, you know. <laughs> everything steals your data you know um storygraph is another phone one you can sign up for it's, it's still very a little data oriented progress but yeah. it's nice yeah anyways with that Thank you again for listening. Thank you again to Lindsay for recommending the book list. Don't forget to listen to the Tessa Bailey interview and our other full-length episode for this month where we chat romantic suspense in depth. Both are out and available now for your listening enjoyment. Jen, remind everyone what we're discussing next month. I'm surprised you're letting me announce this considering this is like right down your alley. You're sure you don't want to be like exploding in nerddom? No, it's okay. Go ahead. Okay. So to Jackie's thrill, we are looking at different subgenres of historical. Yes. Jackie is going to let her history nerd flag fly as she uh, loves to put it and will introduce us to Vikings and pirates. 
So, R matey! Uh, don't say we didn't warn you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> came up for all the pirate jokes. Yes, I am very much so looking forward to it. I hope there's a pirate cake again. We'll see. Well, I think that is an excellent note to end on. Jen, what do we always say? Rage on! Bye, guys. But there's blueberry cake in the kitchen. <gasps>